This is Corporate Cafecito, where we discuss career development and entrepreneurial growth strategies. I'm Mario Rodriguez. Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez-Guez. Go get your cafecito and let's talk about professional growth. So Nayeli, have you ever gotten a call, an unsolicited call for a job offer? Has that ever happened in your career? You know, I, I was asked to apply for a position when I was uh, pregnant. And I was like, no, you know, I'm, it's not the right time. I'm super pregnant. Uh, I got a call from a recruiter. And recruiters always make everything sound really cool because they get access to all this information ahead of time. And I was like, you know, no, I'm, I'm really pregnant. And he was like, let me tell you about, you know, the position. And he started talking about it, and I'm like, oh, that sounds really interesting. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know what? Um, I would like to be upfront, and, you know, can you tell them I'm pregnant? He's like, I can't tell them you're pregnant because it's against the, the employment law stuff. But, um, but yeah, I, I, made, I made a big switch. Um, you know, I, I, left a, I left PepsiCo, who I had been with for, like, almost 10 years to go join Miller Coors because of a call that I got from – a recruiter talking about, you know, this job. And then I was, I started talking to Miller Coors directly and it was just very, um, I, I just really fell in love with what, what they, what their plans were. Yeah. Sometimes we do get that unsolicited call, right? And then you kind of have to figure out, well, does this make sense? Yeah. And, and don't like, shy away looking. from it. Yeah, right. You didn't looking. shy away just, from it. Yeah. Right. And in that you created, you were able to see something else. Right. Um, so one of the things that uh, I just had a conversation with a friend of mine, uh, I was like, well, what, what's your current reality? What do you like about your job? Start there. Right. And then ideally, what would you want? And you start seeing some gaps. I'm like, well, it could be here, could be better. And those are some questions that you want to start kind of looking into and explore. Right. Don't don't be so quick to to say no, but do your research. And then ultimately you're making an educated decision. Uh, because you could be passing up on a good opportunity uh, or just saying this is not the right opportunity. Because the other thing that we've learned or I've learned throughout my experience is not every opportunity is the right opportunity. Right. But explore it. And now you're making an educated decision on that. What were some things that you looked at to kind of say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to make that leap of faith? I looked at where my runway was. So what would it take? You have to assess when you are considering leaving your current position and I'll say this in two different ways. One, if you're going internally for another position, I always want people to consider what is the growth opportunity here? What's the trajectory? What comes after this? Um, who am I going to be working with? What are the the benefits of taking, you know, I I was a big lateral mover because I believed I wanted, and it served me well, you know, I took all these different lateral roles so that I knew I had a, such a strong knowledge base so that when I moved up a level or two, I knew all the components from under, like from having done all those laterals. Um, you know, I was coaching a, a nurse and she had done like one or two laterals and they had offered her to move up. And I was like, no, I think you need to try more departments so that when you get to move up, you're like the most well-rounded nurse there ever was. And it's it's served her well. So I think if you're moving positions, you have to understand like what what's the gain and think about it from both a compensation and a lot knowledge growth. 
And then, you know, is this going to challenge me? Is this going to, you know, because if you're taking a role and it's not going to challenge you, you may get bored there. And, you know, it's, um, you know, you you just want to make sure that if you go somewhere else that it's worth it, that you're not going somewhere and you're going to be bored and understand what the levers are that make you excited about it. You know, a lot of times I see people move for for money and then you're miserable. So what is the reason to take a different job? What is the growth opportunity? What is the exciting part about it? What are you scared? What is the motivator to leave? Would your would like what are you giving up to get? And you know, I always talk about that Kellogg's commercial when they talked about weight loss. They're like, what do you gain when you lose? <laughs> and you know, what it, like what would you gain if you leave? What would that mean? And quantifying it financially, emotionally, like everything needs to be like written out so that you have a good knowledge saying, yes, you know what? I'm going to make this sleep. And that's just individually, right? The gains, the gains and losses, right? Or the opportunities that, that you have. Uh, a step that you should also take is, is doing the research on that company, mm-hmm. right? There's a stat that says 39% of women uh, based their decision to change jobs on that rep- on that company's reputation. So now it goes into how does that culture align with your culture, right? Your 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 value system as well, because uh, yeah, many people do make that jump and then they're like, oh, this is not what I thought, and they go back to what you know their, their old old uh, organization uh, because it didn't align. And there are going to be cultural shifts throughout any any organization because they do happen. And do you align with them, right? And so. That's the decision that you also want to look at is uh, when making a decision. I'm sorry. You want to look at what's that, that company's reputation. Does it align to you or to, to your values? Um, and then the reviews. Find out somebody now at this day and age, you know, you could communicate with someone. It's like, hey, you know, LinkedIn, let's let's leverage LinkedIn. It's like, hey, I'm, you know, looking into this opportunity. You know, can you tell me more about the company and what your experience has been as well? So now you're getting insight from someone that's already there, and that's an educated uh, decision. Well, th- that data will help you make a, an educated decision as like whether or not you're leaning to, yeah, let's check this out. Yeah, I, I love reviewing things. I always tell people, though, review them two ways. One, find someone who works there now and get their take because a lot of times when you go to Glassdoor, it's former employees, right? And if they left, it might be a little biased, right? Like think about your Yelp reviews or things like that. If you had a negative experience at a restaurant, you are more likely to comment than if you had a positive experience. Um, also, you know, look the, look up the company through whatever state they're registered in or, you know, like through, I always use Glassdoor, um, but you could go through and see the comments people made And, you know, you mentioned LinkedIn. A lot of times if they have a human resource person that is actively recruiting on LinkedIn, it'll say, okay, to message me. And you could message them directly to say, hey, I'd like to understand a little bit about your culture. Um, um, I'm a nerd. And I always tell people, like, I listen to um, the, I go read the annual reports that Mm -hmm. they have to put out. And then sometimes I'll sit in on the meetings that they do for like stock members or, or, you know, they're not called stock members, stockholders. (laughs) So, you know, to hear like how they're doing financially, I want to hear what their plans are. Did they get their goals? Are they, you know, did they hit their targets? What is the outlook for this company, you know, moving forward? Where do they forecast it's going to be? 
Yeah, in my past uh, experiences, that's one thing I looked at. So if there there was an organization that was offering me an opportunity or for me to entertain the opportunity, where did they stand in the growth potential? Because sometimes, I mean, you have to relocate in order to move up in the company. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that that's not in my cards. So if I want to move up, like, what, what's the potential? Why isn't that in your cards? Well, the different factors with, with kids and all that and just my parents being here. So... You know, at this present moment, it's it's not in my cards. Not that I have been approached, but in the past, that's the stage that I was at. And the reason I asked you that is because I I think it's really important to be well grounded. Like everything you just said is those are your values, right? You value family. Yeah. So if family's here, like I was in Texas as soon as I had my first son, I was like, I want to go home. I want to go back to Chicago, and that community, right? So knowing that if we if we relocated. It's got to be for something that is so crazy amazing, right? Like we're going to be astronauts if we, <laughs> if we relocate um, because of what we value and what we would have to give up. And it takes a certain gusto to, to relocate, to start over or to, to move somewhere else. And I think that brings it back to this point of, is it worth it? What am I giving up to do this? The lifestyle factor, mm-hmm. to that that work life balance as well. So yeah, so you got to look at that. Is is there is there opportunity to grow where you're at with right. this company that's that's you know entertaining you to kind of maybe join their, their their organization? What's the growth potential on that? Uh, is it easier to scale? That's an, and then the scaling, you know, how is it done as well? So there's a lot of factors in there, but just looking at the trajectory of like, will this be a step forward into my career goals? in the next year, two years, right? And how will they support it? And the financials, that's so important. And the financials, where are they standing? What's the trajectory? You know, where are they headed? Uh, in that, you're you're making a sound decision. Now, nothing is, is foolproof, right? Things could go south for anybody, but at least you, you, you did the due diligence on that piece. But yeah, financials, work-life balance, a lifestyle factor uh, is something that you definitely want to look at. And then benefits, you mentioned benefits. You know, everyone pretty much has a health health benefit. Is it better? Right. right? Is it better? Is it a better array of doctors that, that you have in the, in the medical piece? And then the work-life balance, what's the vacation type look like, right? What What is uh, um, the parental leave? You know, that's yeah. important to me. That, that, that's, that's actually been re- revolutionized in the last five years. Of, well, I remember when we, my, my daughter was born 11 years ago, it was very different. You had two weeks. Now it's like three months, six months. I'm like, right. Wow. Now both parents get now it. Now both parents get it. Right. It's like, what are they offering? And, you know, I want to be cognizant of the benefits are really important. In the past three years, one of the benefits that has moved up almost to the top of the list is what are the mental health benefits? And... That is that speaks to I I love you know I feel like each generation moves us forward. I would say that you know this is maybe part millennials, part Gen Z have really brought mental health benefits to the forefront, and I love that. I think it's very important to me. That speaks to a company thinking about your whole self, right? Not just your professional self and what skills and you need to the be Microsoft Office proficient and this and this. But also, we want to make sure that you feel balanced, that you have mental health as like front and center. And advertising that is huge, right? Like some places have even started putting like therapists on site or having meditation and yoga rooms and doing moments where it's like, 
you get these many mental health days in addition to your vacation. So you don't have to take a vacation day on a day where you're just feeling all this kind of stress. And so I, you know, we talked about like looking for a house, um, but think about that for your career, right? When in a house we would say, you know, I want three bedrooms. I want um, at least one and a half baths. I want this and and think about that for your career, right? So we want the basics, which are like health benefits um, and, you know, um, vacation time and sick time and a 401k or, you know, the equivalent. But what are those add-ons that you want in there? Is it mental health? Is it having a cafeteria stocked with, you know, free lunch and it's healthy? Like, what are those things? Because this is the time to make your wish list. Right, because remember, you're being looked at as a potential to, to join. So now, not that you're making demands, but these are the things that you would like that would make you say, okay, yeah, I'll consider it or say yes to it. So yeah, it's not more the same. It's like, it's got to be an improvement. Right. It does. And how, how does that add on to so many facets uh, of your life? It's just not the end pay or, or, or the medical benefits. It's just lifestyle is so important. I and mean, we find ourselves... Uh, I, I think uh, more and more working, working, working is like, let, let's create that work-life balance where you're able to uh, enjoy fun things such as family or whatever it is that, that interests you. And and then also look at the, uh, there's rewards programs for, for health programs that are out there. You're participating in a health screening or a 5K walk. You get rewarded for that. Also provide some, some monetary gains on that as well. We're going to refresh our cafecito. While we do that, visit our website, corpcafecito.com, for more information on how to contact Mario or me. a recent study about how a lot of companies are shifting to four-day weeks. And, you know, that is in direct correlation to what people are looking for, right? I want more time at home or I want more time off and let's do four tens. That way you have a three-day weekend or, you know, and it it was interesting because which days do you think most people prefer to work from home? Mondays and Fridays. Actually, Thursdays and Fridays. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Monday ranked third. Hmm. So it, it's very interesting. It's like we want that. I would have thought Mondays and Fridays too. But um, this article said Friday, then Thursday, and then Monday. Uh, it was a very narrow gap. But, you know, I think it's important to take those pulses of which days are important or what people are looking for in the marketplace. And from who you're trying to attract you know, if you're a recruiter, if you're in HR, if you're a business owner, who you're trying to attract, mirror what they value so that you could get the right talent in the door. Yeah, it's important because it makes for, for those recruiters to, to fill those jobs with the right people that now stay there. There's retention. The retention uh, percentage goes up, up higher as opposed to trying to fit someone that is not the right fit or so. So you got to find out, you know, what, what is it that they would like to see in this opportunity? So those recruiters, it's an important question to be asking on the other end for that that uh, that individual that you've uh, targeted. Absolutely. And I think if you're just 
being open to talking to recruiters. I encourage you to explore opportunities. But remember, we run to. We don't run from. And if you're looking to just leave your company because you're fed up, you know, don't don't assume that the next one, what is it? The grass isn't always greener. And then, you know, someone was like, well, there's not even grass here. <laughs> and so, you know, it's like whatever grass over there is better than the grass we have here if you have a very toxic work environment. So remember, like, run to. Find that next opportunity that makes you excited, not that I just want to get away from this environment. And, you know, someone I was working with took this job that to me felt like a lateral into a different company. And it almost felt like he was going to be starting over. And I was just like, wow. And and it wasn't, it wasn't life-changing money, but he just wanted out. And I was like, well, now you got to reset the clock. Now you got to start your job search over. So sometimes if you're just running to get away from something, you know, that's the time to pause and say, what do I want? And make your list of what do I want my next job to be? What should it have? And who do I need to know? And, you know, we've done several episodes on networking, but that's when you start building that circle. That's where you go, you know what, if it's a finance job, I'm going to start going to more of the meetings that are financial organizations that are, you know, maybe Latin focused. Like I want to start looking for the right people to talk to or reach out to your to your network and say, you know what, you have the job that I would like to have. How did you get there? What are other companies that have this position? How do I, what skill set do I need to have to fill that gap? Who do I need to talk to? Create your exploratory discovery campaign. Create it for yourself to find out. Politicians do that all the time. Is it the right time for me to run? It's like, it's the same thing, right? Now you're applying it here. It's a great analogy, yeah. And so explore, do a discovery. And then you're like, yeah, all right, yeah. You know what? Let, let this, this may be prime time uh, to, to make that, to, to at least take the initial steps to, uh, to look into uh, what could be your next move. Yeah. So what do you do? What do you do cuando alguien te habla bonito? I entertain it. All right. <laughs> so yeah, I did get somebody reach out to me from the public sector uh, about you know uh, a certain position w- within within uh, the state government. Uh, but at that time, I, I did my exploratory, and it was really quick. It's like you know, I reached out to to a good friend of mine. He's like, "Hey, what do you think about that?" I'm like, "Well, that's that's usually that 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 position is predicated on who's ever in office." I'm like, well, office charge changes every four years. And I'm like, eh, then, you, then you're out looking at, at other opportunities. Uh, so I decided like, hey, thanks for reaching out. I'll pass this on to someone else right now. I'm not currently looking at that. But that was just an easy question for me because I just got into the role that, that I'm in. Uh, but it's important to know that, right? Because it's like you could get wooed, wowed. It's like, hey, I'm be working you know, for state government. But is it really what's all cracked up to be? Please take the time to assess do that discovery exploratory campaign for yourself and you're going to do yourself uh, justice on that in regards to knowing. Yeah. And you said um, that you were like, let me pass this on to someone else. I always do that. It may not be the right fit for me, but you know, I know a couple people and I can get you in touch with them and they might be a better fit. And I love doing that because I think it, it, one, shows not only gratefulness, but showing like this is a good job. Right. And someone who maybe wants to get into politics would have been a great fit for that, who could go do it. And knowing that it could be a three to four year stint, 
and then it might propel them to the path they're on. Right. No, it's exactly right. It, it's some. What is it? Someone's. Uh, what's the saying that they say? Someone's treasure. Someone's not garbage. I don't want to say that word. It's someone's. Yeah. Oh, one man's this is another man's treasure. Yeah, something, something like along that. the yeah along the lines of that piece. Um, but it, it you know I think it's more about just it's a better fit for someone else. Yeah, yeah. and someone else might bring more passion to it, right? right? And I there's there's certain things and you know I I say this all the time like I I've never had uh, a puppy, and I don't think I could convincingly sell dog food, and so this is you know when I talk to companies that do that I'm like you know what it's not for me but. I know people who might really love this and especially because you could bring your puppy to work and things like that. Like I have tons of friends who have pups and this would be a better fit for them. Absolutely. So just take inventory of your current reality. Where are you at right now? Right. And in that, start writing and jotting down what would be your ideal job, the ideal state, the ideal environment for that. Uh, and and reach out to those that are in that company. And then you're going to start making, you know, uh, those those judgment calls. Is this right? Is this the right move? Should I consider it or not? Uh, anything else that you want to add to that? You know, I, I think we need to talk more about how to tell someone thank you, but no. Yeah. And, you know, we mentioned a little bit when you said, you know, I'll pass this on to someone else. I think there's a really good opportunity when someone approaches you for a job and you're not ready to take that leap to say, thank you. Thank you for considering me. I love that we're having this conversation. Um, I also take those opportunities to say, this is more along the lines of what I'm looking for. If something like this comes up, then please call me. And, you know, if you see someone in my network, I'm happy to connect you to them if you see that someone else is a fit for this role. I like leaving doors open. You know, we talk about not burning bridges and I want to be, I want to be the bridge, right? Let me be the bridge that gets you to someone else so that you could write, find the right candidate because there's something you saw in me and I have a lot of me's in my network. So how do I get you to the right person where this is going to be their ideal job? Or tell me more about what makes it what you're looking for and who the ideal fit is. And, you know, let me see who I have. And also saying, you know, thank you for, for reaching out, for calling me or emailing me. Yeah, gratitude, be that resource and be known for that as well. Yeah, because it's that's what's going to change the way they continue to reach out to you, you know, and it may not be the right time. And, you know, I have turned down recruiters before where I'm just like, you know, it's, this sounds amazing, but I'm really happy where I am. And I wasn't ready to give it up. And, you know, one time I had made it actually through several job interviews and I was, uh, I was about to fly down to meet the CEO and I had a conversation and my husband said, Hey, we can, we would have relocated. Mm -hmm. He said, can we sit this one out? And this was about six, seven years ago. And I said, yeah. He, he's like, I, I really like the community we're in. I like our house. I like walking our kids to school. There's a lot that we would be giving up for this job. And I said, yeah. Like we made a decision as, as a couple, as a family. And so I called that company and I said, you know, things have changed in my in, in my decision to move forward with this. I'm really grateful to have made it this far. And I, you know, I love the product that they sell. I won't say who it is, but I was, I was very excited. It, it was the right compensation. It was the right challenge. I loved the company, but it just wasn't the right fit. And 
I'm still very grateful to them. I still keep in contact with the person who I would have been reporting to uh, because you never know, down the line, we may cross paths again. But to be able to say, I really enjoyed where we got to and I, I can't move forward, but you know, if there's something I could do to support you in your search for this, this role, I'm happy to do it. Yeah, it's an important thing that you just highlighted. Bring in all the individuals that are part of that decision. It's not individualistic, especially if you have a family or spouse plays and your children play a big part in making that decision to making sure that is this the right, right time. Right. Yeah. Well, we thank you for tuning in to another episode here of Corporate Cafecito. Please make sure to like, share, and follow us on Instagram Instagram, and Facebook and visit CorporateCafecito.com. Let us know what you like to, what topics you would like for us to cover. We'll definitely work on that as well. I'm Mario Rodriguez. And I'm Nayeli Suarez Guest. And if you'd like to join us for a cafecito, drop us a line too. We're happy to have you here as a guest. We enjoy the people we're meeting in the community we're building. So come join us, have a cortadito with us, and share your experiences. Hasta la próxima. Corporate Cafecito was produced in beautiful downtown Oak Park at Boulevard Studio. Audio engineer and editor is Mike Mitchell. We're available on every podcast platform.